Welcome to episode nine of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening. A couple of episodes ago, we encouraged you to do you. That is, focus on and promote what you do best. So today, we wanted to share a recent epiphany about what we do well, how it's different from many other marketers, and how we prove that to our prospects. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X-Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. Hi, and I'm Sherry Nomadi. Even though we approach business from opposite ends of the spectrum, Yvette and I nearly always come to the same conclusions on how we help clients succeed. Sherry's comments about approaching business from opposite ends of the spectrum is really true. In many ways, she and I came from very different beginnings. I grew up in the Midwest. I was the oldest of four children. My dad was an entrepreneur, owning several businesses throughout my adult life. My childhood is filled with great memories of activities with family and lifelong friends. We spent summers boating and water skiing on a nearby lake. As I entered my teens, my internal drive kicked into high gear. It was no surprise that at age 12, my friends and I got a job to tasseling corn. We got up very early, took a bus to the fields, spent the day engaging in very long, hard labor. My eye on the prize, ultimately enjoying the payoffs of pocket money and the pride that comes with earning your own way. It reinforced to me very early that if you set a goal, you can always find a way to make it happen. I, on the other hand, was the youngest of three kids by a decade and a half. I'm a native Californian, born and raised on the West Coast. As a kid, we didn't really have a lot for extras, so I learned very early on to be resourceful with what I had. I was big into repurposing stuff way before the phrase repurposed was hip. In fact, my mom grew up in Denmark during the Nazi occupation, so she knew how life can change quickly. I learned from her to appreciate what you have and find creative ways to stretch your resources. When I was in elementary school, we had an unfinished den that my parents carpeted from new scraps that my dad had gathered from his construction job. He brought home these random pieces and ultimately created a patchwork carpet that he hot glued together. It was so cool and something I've never forgotten. The price was basically free, except for the labor and the tape, and that carpet was uniquely ours. We always got compliments from visitors who asked where they could get their own. I also distinctly remember a time when, after my dad's company moved, he brought me home a ream of stationery. He worked for a division of Warehouser, so naturally the paper was high-quality, thick, smooth vellum. For me, it was like winning the lottery. I had 500 sheets of awesomeness to draw on, make 3D objects, mini folders, and much, much more. 500 sheets is a lot, so it literally took me years to even use it all up. Naturally, I never threw any of it away. <sighs> yep, yep, that sure explains a lot of it. Keeping things to repurpose has stayed with you long throughout your adult life also. It's exactly true, Sherry. It's not a surprise that a superpower in my corporate life 
is maximizing value from existing assets? At our core, we deliver on client goals by finding ways to motivate people to take action. As I learned early on, sometimes you need to take a harder path to get to your goals. And as I learned early on, one of our unique superpowers is stretching budget dollars by integrating repurposed assets as the incentive or even to meet another goal inside the organization. Over the last 30 years, we've used this strategy effectively time and time again. We did it with eight-figure sponsorships where we were known as the agency that used every last asset in existing contracts and negotiated for add-ons in new contracts. We've done it with boxes of leftover branded gear. In fact, a client just asked us to find a use for 800 leftover high-end premiums. And we presented half a dozen ways to make the most out of this newfound treasure. Although these premiums were originally intended as a top of the funnel incentive, we are actually repurposing them for a bottom of the funnel program. We've even manufactured experiences from everyday activities. I mean, what's better than making a young kid a CEO for a day at a toy company or giving VIP access at a trade show? We routinely do it with extra dollars at quarter end. It's always about the incentive. It's in our DNA. And more than just stretching client dollars, it had another effect. It brought clients further into the brand relationship, bringing more value to the sponsorship or gear or experience. You know, as a result, we're pretty much rock stars with existing clients. The challenge for us is we can't just set out to acquire new clients by offering or promoting cookie cutter programs. We need to know and understand what challenge they're facing and if they've got unused assets laying around for us to tap into, like that leftover swag inventory or unused sponsorship assets like tickets or hospitality. What we've learned is that telling prospects what you can do is never as good as showing them what you can do. How many of you have sat through long, stuffy presentations that talk all about how great an agency or a sponsorship property or a vendor is without them giving any mention of what they can actually do for you. Honestly, we sat through more than I can count. It's why we break many agencies' norms by offering our prospect free ideas as a top of the funnel strategy for X promos. Because of our unique superpowers and approach, showing our thinking typically results in converting these prospects to our clients. Plus it's way more fun. Offering free ideas is huge for most agencies. So the fact that we do it sets us apart from our competition from the get-go. It also demonstrates to prospects how much information gathering, processing, and thinking that we are willing to do on our own dime to earn the trust of a new potential client. Have we ever had a client or prospect run with an idea and not engage with us? Of course, but those losses pale in comparison to the wins along the way. And that's our lesson for today. If you want to, if you want your prospects to know how good you are, then show them. 
Find your own way to show a small slice of what makes your product or service unique and offer that slice for free to your best prospects. Get over your concerns about giving things away for free. Know that if it's really unique, you'll end up with more wins than losses. Thanks for listening and come back soon.